on that joint boy yeah all right so today welcome back everybody we're going to be doing an episode on naturally boosting your testosterone i'm pretty excited uh found g on twitter that's a great place if you don't have a twitter i strongly suggest you get one it's where you get all the i mean if you're not getting your news from twitter i don't believe you so get with the program <laughs> get with the program so yeah we'll be going through testosterone how to naturally boost it i know a couple things but i'm not not too keen on the whole idea and uh g just launched his own brand called body zeus we'll leave the website down below we'll leave his twitter down below and uh yeah we'll just get to it we'll see you on the other end of the intro all right all right first real quick kevin how you doing man I uh, just broke my mic stand again for about the seventh time, so I'll be holding it, but I'm doing great, dude. How are you? All right. I'm, I'm doing really good. Got done with the gym. Took a new buddy there, Bryce. Got him in the gym today. It's exciting to uh, pass down that knowledge, help someone else get uh, get their, their dream body. So uh, excited to start talking about that, man. Gee, how you feeling today, man? I'm great, man. Couldn't be better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. So I was watching, uh, I watch a lot of podcasts, listen to a lot of podcasts, and I was listening to Jocko because he's just awesome. And he, uh, yeah. he starts his off, I thought it was pretty cool. He kind of starts his off asking the guests just about their childhood, what kind of person you were growing up. It's a little different because they end up being Navy SEALs and stuff like that. So that's a little different, but <laughs> just like how... How you grew up, what the family was like, and I thought it was pretty cool. It just kind of gets us on a more personal level, it gets us to understand you more. So if you just yeah. want to real quick start start how uh, childhood was, man. Um, pretty normal. Nothing like I don't have – sorry to disappoint right away, but I don't have any crazy stories to tell. It was a very regular childhood. I come from a very – normal family my parents are both still married and they were they did the best to raise me never let me down never let i, I never missed anything growing up right we we were not rich by any means but we never went through you know any harsh times okay. so my dad <clears throat> My dad never knew his dad, so he has a very rough story, but he, he, he was a good fighter. He raised me well, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to just be a decent, a decent adult today. <laughs> hey, <laughs> us too. It's pretty, pretty regular childhood. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm in that kind of same boat, pretty regular, nothing too crazy. Not, we're not, we weren't rich, that's for sure. Um, yeah, man. So what, what what were you like in like high school? Where are you from, actually? Where are you over? You're in uh, Portugal? I'm originally Brazilian. I'm from Brazil. Oh. São Paulo, big city. So okay. I was, yeah, kind of like New York, but less, or should I say more ugly and less safe. <laughs> more ugly. <laughs> very busy, very busy city. Um, growing up, I was like a regular kid. Mom, I mean, 
I don't even know what, what to tell you about my childhood. It was nothing like there was, <laughs> there, was there wasn't really anything interesting enough to to share. But uh, yeah, right. pretty normal, bro. I feel yeah. that in the because army, everyone's like got specific questions. Uh, I'd be glad to answer, but on, from the top of my head, I, I don't see anything like interesting enough to to share. Okay. I feel that in the army, everyone's got like this, um, like I grew up in the struggle story. I'm like, I don't know, man. My parents are still together. I don't know what you tell y'all, bro. It was yeah. pretty easy. I mean, I wish, I wish I had some rough stories to tell, but that's not the case. I mean, we all go through struggles growing up. We all, I mean, we're all bullied at some point in our lives when we are, we are young, but nothing like nothing crazy yeah or i i guess i handled well i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah watch it be all like this tough shit and you're just like yeah no nothing it wasn't it was <laughs> yeah yeah you actually have crazy stories you just went through it and didn't care <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's life growing yeah. up i don't know if you guys heard of favelas mm -hmm. oh, yeah. they're like poor communities and I used to live growing up in one of those. So I've seen some, um, not, I don't want to say crazy because to me, that was life. That was just normal life. You know, like you are in poverty, you see a lot of guys. I mean, most of my friends are either dead or in prison. A few of them succeeded in life, but that was just normal life growing up. I don't see as a, like something uh, abnormal or I'm like hold on hold on most of, most of my friends are dead or in jail what i mean this is this is how can i explain this i see so much worse on the internet and i mean horrible things happening that i don't see the things i've seen growing up as something exceptionally you know crazy yeah, well, that, that's a problem too. Even like in the army, we uh, someone else has a crazier story, so we belittle what we went through. You know, like yeah. it's like it's not that what we went through wasn't hard or wasn't different or wasn't crazy. It was just there's there's going to be someone with a crazier story. That's, that's just what the internet brings. It's like it, exactly. you're not going to be the best plumber anymore because online someone's going to be better than you. Yeah. like 50 years ago people. there was one plumber each town there was one mechanic each town and they yeah. were the best so that makes me like i i don't feel entitled to yeah to display my life as oh my life is hard because man it's not it's, it's life you know yeah <laughs> wow so how is it like over in brazil do you have like the opportunity to go to college and all that did you did you think about that what, what was your plan after high school I tried going to college, but it was not for me. I went to, I, I tried three different times, but it was not for me. I dropped and just pursued my, my own ways to go to navigate through life. But yeah, I mean, in Brazil, it's a poor country. Corruption is, uh, it's the default there in regards to politics, but you can, if you hustle, you, you can you can build like a decent life. Not not like in America, not like in the United States. <laughs> because it's not as safe 
It's not as easy to, you know, get something big going on for you. Here you have more opportunities, but it's not, I mean, you, you can build a, a decent life in Brazil. Okay. Okay. And you went to college and you decided, yeah, you decided, did you play sports or something? What made you get into fitness? Yeah. Um, I, I guess my answer is going to be very obvious. I think it's from what I've seen, almost every guy says the same thing. So out of insecurity, right? Uh, yeah. I was a small kid and I was picked on a lot. So I just wanted to be able to defend myself, you know, to have like the looks of someone that can defend yeah. uh, themselves. So that was my main reason for starting in the gym. But as a kid, I used to play soccer, actually. Soccer is the biggest sport in Brazil. Yeah. It's the most popular. Every kid dreams of becoming a professional player. And, but... <laughs> Obviously, that was not the case for me. <laughs> but then later on, I started going to the gym and fell in love with it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even <clears throat> didn't even realize you started your own like uh, brand and supplements and everything. I'm gonna have to try some. I just started. Like I said, I listened to Jocko, so I just got some of his stuff. I'll have to try some of yours. What uh, what led into led led into the whole Twitter thing? How long have you been on Twitter? Because I've I haven't been on too long at all, to be honest. So, yeah, I, I think I created my account right when the pandemic started back in 2020. Yeah, because I just realized we couldn't trust the the media. So Yo, <laughs> I was looking for oh. yeah. So I was looking for other sources of information, but I started like making content not long ago, probably six months ago. Because okay. back in 2020, I was going through some hard times in my life. I was in a very dark spot mentally. I was experiencing uh, low testosterone symptoms. So I was, I don't want to say I was depressed, but I was definitely experiencing bouts of depression. Anxiety, okay. I was gaining weight. I was oh dude. So, you you should have seen in the army, like people <laughs> people blew. I mean, I think it was everywhere, man. Yeah. Like yeah. people yeah. blew up during that quarantine time. Yeah, and keep in mind, I've been working out for 16 years, so the gym has always been part of my life, and I still got caught. So even if you have a healthy lifestyle, you hit the gym, you can still be a victim of these symptoms. And yeah. that was when I started looking for solutions because, you know, all the doctors were recommending TRT, but I'm still young. I didn't, I didn't want to go that path. So I was looking for natural solutions. And this was how Body Zeus was born because I found these ingredients natural ingredients that helped me a lot like in a matter of three four months i was a completely new person again and it just changed my life it helped me get out of that place yeah so for the for those three to four months were, were you still like experiencing those, those doubts of uh, depression and like s symptoms of low testosterone or did you feel it like slowly gradually getting better or? Yeah. 
it's a it's a slow process right because yeah. it's it's even hard i don't know if you guys have like a a specific definition for depression but it, it gets new really. right it there are days you're feeling good but then you're hit you you get hit again and it, it's a slow process to get out of there yeah but i mean hitting the gym and taking these ingredients were a big factor for me to get out of that spot and gradually i felt like i was okay that uh, I, i don't feel that way anymore yeah Sorry. i don't <laughs> feel that way anymore i'm, I'm feeling better i I just, this is something that it, it's complicated to explain, but it's a, a mix of chemical balances in your body. It's a, a mix of mentality, mindset, mm -hmm. and it, you work on those things. And one day you wake up, you're like, well, I have created a reality where being depressed is no longer, yeah. uh, possible, you know? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I, I was just asking because my mine took a lot longer. It took me probably about a year and a half to get out of my hole, and um, I didn't focus on the natural stuff until probably about probably about six months ago is when I started. Not like going hard on it or anything. I just started looking up like natural. What what can I do? Grounding myself, getting more sun, just little stuff like that, and I would kind of throw that in my day here and there and try and get through it. But like you said, it's, it's a mix of both. And I didn't have the knowledge of the testosterone side on, on my side. So it took me a lot longer. My mentality was slowly getting better, but I asked this because people were going like, if they took, if you're taking medicine, it takes like two to three weeks for the medicine to kick in. So if, if you instead worked on boosting your testosterone and reading or whatever it may be instead of those two three weeks of medication change it could be a world of difference because like you said you can you could change your chemical balance in your brain through these so what what was the uh special ingredient you're talking about is that a uh -oh. secret formula uh-oh well the the main ingredient my main supplement is called alpha zeus This is the, the testosterone booster. I have other supplements in the website, but this is the main one. It, it's the one that helped me overcome all of those symptoms. And the main ingredient in there is Tonka Ali. I, I guess you guys have heard of it. Like guys like Andrew Huberman have uh, spoken about this, this substance. Like uh, you will find lots of information about it online you can like this this ingredient alone can increase your testosterone by up to 200 points and you have other stuff here because in order for uh, for your body to produce testosterone you need a lot of vitamins minerals a lot of things right your body needs to produce testosterone so i've put i've put them all in this supplement alongside with tonka ali so it's a very powerful tool And it's 100% natural. I don't see any reason for someone not to take it. And of okay. course, as you said, there are other things that help to boost your testosterone, like sun exposure, hitting the gym, and cutting out processed food, all of yeah. that kind of garbage that unfortunately, especially here in the United States, 
I don't know what's happening, but the food here is, is poison. Oh, dude, no. How is the food in Brazil? Compare that to the food here. I mean, it's basically the same thing, but the chemicals oh. are not as... They're not a big factor there. I, I don't know why they put so many harmful chemicals in the food here. Yeah, because I've seen like... Um like mcdonald's fries right it'll have like the u the u.s recipe compared to like the uk recipe it'll be totally different and why why the question is why why are they doing that For, <laughs> i have a theory that's not all of this low testosterone crisis my opinion is not happening by chance right it's well oh. planned because it's undeniable that we have uh uh a praying how can i explain this without sounding like a file hat type of guy but <laughs> you can sound clear, like whatever brother you're good it's clear that we have um an elite that's trying to control everything we do how we spend our money how we spend our time like that, that's undeniable right i think mm -hmm. we can agree on that and how are you, as someone who's in power, going to enforce your power and make sure you're going to continue to have power? You basically have to remove the ability of those you're preying upon to fight back. And what gives men the ability to fight back and to stand their ground and to be less agreeable is testosterone like testosterone? I, I say this a lot in my Twitter account. Testosterone is the spirit of manhood. Like, what, yeah. for instance, when you look at the top of the food chain, what you see is a bunch of scary-looking, strong animals, right? They have high testosterone. They cannot be domesticated. And what they're doing to men today, like that, we're all the, we, we've all been domesticated at this point. Yeah. Oh. So we, we cannot fight back from the a chemical perspective, which is lowering testosterone levels and from um, also an ideologic uh, approach, because what, what feminism is doing to men, to masculinity, like we're losing our ability to express ourselves. Like if you're too masculine today, you're toxic. You, you can't be masculine. Yeah. You try to from the food you eat to the water you drink there are chemicals that are killing your testosterone so none of that is happening by chance in my opinion so as men we just gotta look out first for ourselves because nobody else is <laughs> so yeah that's a good lesson to learn too look out for yourself i was actually talking to my mom last night about how a woman can essentially have kid. I have a buddy um, who's going through this right now. He he got trapped into a woman saying that she was on birth control. She wasn't. Gotcha. She had she had the kid. Didn't tell him she was having the kid until like eight nine months in. Has the kid and is now trying to take the kid. Not trying. She took the kid away from him. So now he had to give up custody. He has to give up child support. He has to. Like he he basically born a kid and then had to get rid of the kid. It, it was crazy. And then tell my mom the whole story. And she was like, she was asking what it's going to lead to. Cause the moms, the women went in court 
every single time. And it's the divorce rate is at like 80, 85, 90% now. Yeah. And she was asking me what the side effects were. And my dad's a teacher and he has kids that straight up a teacher of I think seventh grade. And the kids straight up tell him, fuck you. I'm like, <laughs> Sorry, and I'm he sorry can't. To laugh. He can't call home because the dad's not there. The mom's there. The mom doesn't give a shit. The mom takes the kid's side because she's yeah. working on emotion, and that's what happens. Is we end up with a society of a bunch of kids that don't give a shit. The moms don't give a shit, and now we have no families anywhere. It's it's yeah. a brutal cycle, and like you're saying, it's it's got to be on purpose. That that kind of stuff doesn't happen on accident. Yeah, it, I mean it's great. It's like Sean Strickland said, like. Kids today are being raised by TikTok. Yeah. It's yeah. sad. It's really Y'all sad. ever see those kids that are just on like the, the foam iPads? Yeah. Like I'm All not talking a kid like a 10-year-old, bro. Like a fucking four-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, four to, if you go to Walmart, that's all you see is the kid in the cart on their iPad or on the mom's phone or whatever it is. Yeah. So this this cannot turn out to be good like so, <laughs> no <laughs> if you pay attention you're gonna see like there's no way this is gonna have somewhere good for society it's no. just impossible. do you have any idea on where it does head like what do you think like how, how do you turn it around you just end up getting a bunch of men that say you know what this is ridiculous and then there's just a bunch of single ladies at 40 yeah i think Human beings act according to the incentives they have available, right? And everything today, if you think about it, is designed to be acquired in the short term. We're always sacrificing the future for something right away, right now, something easy. I want it now. So nobody's planning for the future nobody's thinking about the future and everyone and that's in part because of cheap dopamine right we can just press a button and get food delivered and we get all your groceries yo yeah you get attention just buying just by opening an app on your cell phone you don't need to work hard for anything unless you want something great in life, right? But for, mm -hmm. it, it's complicated because as human beings, we're seeking our ultimate goal is happiness, right? But it's very easy to mistake happiness for pleasure if you're not aware of the difference. And technology has been providing small small bouts of, of pleasure like yeah by the convenience yeah. of pressing a button so I and that's know. that's yeah. a <clears throat> uh, yeah like you said everybody every human seeks happiness but not many can define what happiness is to them yeah, you, you couldn't even define it. Like, what what would genuinely make me happy? It's not playing video games, that's for sure. Like, <laughs> but, that, that's that, pleasure. That, but that it's fun, it, yeah. But it's, it's yeah, fun. pleasure gets gets the time ticking, and if I want to do it, I could do it. But to define happiness is is like step one on your journey. What people, it, it you're you're 
you don't know what to do. You're sad. You're depressed. You're in your room. Start with figuring out what would genuinely make you happy in 10 years. What, what could you work towards every day that would make you happy? That way, you know, every day I'm doing something, taking a small step towards being happy, being the happiest I could be doing the life I want to live. Like you say, you, so where you live in the U S now, where you live at now? I'm in Alabama right now. Oh, okay. how the heck did you there. decide on Alabama? Howdy. Yeah. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I ended Howdy. up here for work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you, what do, you what do, do for you, work? Yeah. What? <clears throat> I used to do construction, but since I started this, this business, Body Zeus, I'm focusing a hundred percent on it. So that's okay. what I do now. Nice. When did, when did you move here? A year ago. Oh, wow. so you were in Brazil then for the whole lockdown. Oh, and all no, that no, 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 no. Before I moved to Alabama, I was in California. Oh, even worse. Yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> yeah. Brother. How was that brother. compared to Brazil? How, how, how nasty was California <laughs> compared to? Yeah. Damn, bro. Uh, it, it's, Brazilians might hate me for saying this, but it's way better, actually. I mean, <laughs> what? After a while, after a while living out in California, you you realize like this this is madness. But compared to at least the the city I'm from, Brazil, which is like massive, a lot of people in the streets, crowded, traffic uh, worse than L.A. So it's it's better. Like the weather is, is good. You have like it's a beautiful state. It's somewhat safer than where I'm from in Brazil. So to me was an improvement, you know. But after yeah. a while living there, I was okay. <laughs> this is just too much. So I actually I, I have been enjoying being in the south. It's peaceful, people are nicer here. So, yeah. People talk mad crap about the South, bro, but I think it's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. I mean, people who talk I Guys, I'm going to go I, I'm not trying to be canceled here, but I I cannot understand people who complain about life in the United States. Like just just, just go travel the world. Go to a third yeah. third world world country. Spend a year there, and then you're not gonna complain anymore. That's exactly what happened to me, dude. I like Bro. my childhood is very similar to yours. Nothing too crazy. Played hockey, played baseball, made it to every game, every practice, did everything, was all right in school, didn't have much trouble, went into the army. And when I touched down in Iraq, I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> this shit like, sucks. This Bro. is horrible. I could not imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. I had no idea that's because, uh, like you said, you you see it on the news and you see all this stuff and yeah. When you when you visit there and you see what's happening, it was uh, it was eye opening to say the least. Yeah. So, in my opinion, most Americans complaining they're just they're just clueless about the reality of the world, you know? Because yeah. America is, I mean. We can say, we can talk about all the things that are going down in America, and it's a reality, but it's still the greatest country in the world. Yeah. No, no doubt. So, 
Yeah, sure I have. I've you noticed. You need to work harder. I've noticed that the people that complain about America are the people who've usually never left their state, let alone America. Yeah, yeah. America, bro. No, like in the army, dude. Like when I joined, people from back home in Colorado thought a certain thing about me, and they're the type that don't like America, don't like you know the military. It's like, okay, so be it, dude. But like, you're not gonna. How are you gonna sit there and tell me that America's some shithole when you've never left? Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't know what life is like in Zimbabwe or Israel right now, bro. Like, yeah. Palestine has no water right Way now. Way to go! We just got banned off of YouTube. Yo, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, for real though. But like, no, people have no water and no electricity. Like. You're an American, dude. <laughs> like, it's it's life has just been way too easy. That's the problem. But yeah, it's all they'd say, right? Easy times. Yeah, you know, yeah. Easy times. Weak men. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Strong yeah. men create easy times. I think we're in the easy times creating weak men. But it's 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 intentional. Like that's that's the difference. It's this time. They're they're purposely doing this. Like yeah. it's they're, they're yeah, playing with the whole cycle. Yeah, I think it's unavoidable actually. It, it's something mm -hmm. that will happen over and over and over again. We're just yeah. we were just unlucky to be in this this <laughs> phase of the process. Yeah. That's but, what I think. Like I think I think we're in the hard times making strong men phase. You think okay. so? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound like a typical American complaining about everything. But, like, <laughs> we got a war in Ukraine, a war now in Israel. China's doing God knows what. And everything is expensive here. Like, people are, people are hurting here. And I think that's largely a product of what happened after World War II, making a lot of strong men and thus easy times is people get complacent they just get used to normality in a way yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. completely agree you know what i'm saying trev like yeah it's a pretty hard time to be here I, like we ask our parents about the 80s and they're like oh yeah dude it was fucking awesome it was awesome yeah it was <laughs> yeah. great it was great yeah you'd even look at, at pictures from back then and i mean it's just cool pictures. People happy <laughs> on the streets, on the beach, having fun. Everyone is healthy, it seems like. Yeah. What happened, man? What what happened yeah. to money? Money. People money, were money, healthy. Money. You could buy a house for like a hundred bucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I keep hearing these stories. Like my parents, oh, my first car was five hundred bucks. Oh my like, god. What? Brand new. Brand yeah. new. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy man. I say I say this on my Twitter as well. I think the only tools we have today to fight everything that's happening is first faith, mm -hmm. secondly high testosterone because that's the only way men because men at the end of the day they're the backbone of society, right? Okay. Society to function, we need strong men. That that's just the reality. Feminists, please cancel me, but that's that's true. If you're watching this, it's because a man put together your cell phone and built the house you are living today. Yeah. So 
just deal with this. And third thing is Bitcoin, in my opinion. Oh, because Bitcoin actually, it takes away the power of manipulating money from the state and everything. The wars right now, like they are funded by the central banks. Mm-hmm. If the, the state came to your door and asked for a certain amount of money for you to help them finance the wars, you wouldn't pay. Like if I'm against the war, I'm not giving my money to that. But they just print <laughs> money. They don't have to ask. They print money and everything just get more expensive and life becomes harder. You work more and you don't see more returns. So they're manipulating the money supply and making on purpose, in my opinion, and making life harder for everybody. And Bitcoin, under a Bitcoin standard, that would be impossible. Now, I've read a book called, um, it's like Central Banking and the Enslavement of Mankind. And that's the whole, the whole premise behind that book is like, if you have a central bank, most people are pretty screwed by that because they can just make their money worthless by printing more. Yeah. You know how that all started? Enlighten ready me. For this? Enlighten me. So for the Civil War, Lincoln Lincoln was a senator of Illinois. And Illinois had all the votes to pass gold as the currency. Lincoln shut it down. And then when Lincoln got into office, they pushed for it again. They wanted gold as a currency. Lincoln shut it down again. So we end up because because if he switched to gold, the South would come out on top because they had they had the they had the best economy in America. They they were better than the North. So if he switched to that, he would have been screwed. He would have lost. He didn't switch to it, shut it down, and now here we are. Otherwise, we would have been in gold standard, dude. Two hundred years ago. Thanks, Lincoln. Yeah. No, it's 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 ridiculous, but yeah. But what are um, what are say I'm in in my bed right now. It's hard for me to get out because I was there. I was in my bed for months on end, going to the gym, coming home, and doing nothing. What are some things that I could bring myself to do right now that could help me start my journey to getting more testosterone and feeling fulfilling my life more? Yeah, I mean, there's no easy way to achieve that goal. And I I understand that for some guys who are experiencing like deep depression, that might be really hard. But at the end of the day, you're the only one that can get yourself out of there, right? Even if we wanted and we came to your doorstep and tried to help, like we we couldn't erase from your mind all the fear, all all the things you're feeling and thinking, We, we cannot do that for you. So... At the, end, at the end of the day, that's something you need to decide and do for yourself. But things you can start doing like today, right now, to increase your testosterone. Uh, we often talk about all the things we have to do, but just as important are the things you have to avoid doing. Like biggest thing for me is cutting out all the processed food because that, that kind of food is, is poison, literally. I'm not exaggerating here. It, it has chemicals that are going to be harmful for your hormonal balance. 
So just aim for food that does not have an ingredient list, like meat, eggs, butter, milk, mm. fruit, honey. It, it's, it's very simple if you think about it. So if, you, if you're eating something that has a list of ingredients, it's likely not good for you. So just avoid that. Second thing, get sun exposure. It's free. You just got to go out there, <laughs> get sun exposure. No sunscreen, raw sun exposure. That's going to increase your vitamin D, which is a vitamin essential for testosterone production. And I mean, you don't have to do much. Like just choose wisely what you're going to put into your body. Get out in the sun, be in nature, because that also helps. You, you have to be grounded. That helps with anxiety, which we know lead to like a loophole of depression. So get mm -hmm. out in nature, get some exposure, take care of the things you're eating. And another thing, th this is a, a little bit more, how, how can I say? There are other chemicals that are also testosterone killers. And th this might sound a little extreme for some guys, but a lot of products we use in a daily basis, like shampoos, body lotions, these things oh, are God. filled oh, with God. phthalates and other mm. chemicals that are also testosterone killers. And we don't, we don't realize we're just taking a shower, just, you know, like yeah. life. And those things are harming our hormones. So if you can avoid that also, there are options out there that don't have these chemicals. So look for phthalates, BPAs, avoid plastics at all costs. Like those coffee cups, they say it's made of paper, but it has plastic in it. I mean, man, everything we do in our lives today, everything is... As I said before, it seems like everything is designed to decrease testosterone levels in men. So you got to take care of those. Can I, can I ask? Effort. Yes, of course. Real quick, though, what's up to my man Valvez right here? But I, uh, I'm on Twitter and I see a lot of people like Solbra doing all this crazy stuff, bro. Like, I'm a pretty open-minded guy, but this dude's, like, talking about, like, sunning his balls, like, not touching receipts. Like, is there a line that you draw to where, like, okay, I'll wash my hair with an egg. But, like, yeah, like sunning my that. nuts is just a bit much, man. Yo, <laughs> hey, look at Trev. That shit works, though. Go a little will, egg hair, bro. Oh, toss a little egg in that joint, bro. Tell these oh people. Hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, it, it depends, like, how far you're willing to go in order to preserve your health, you know? I don't necessarily know if those things, like, washing your hair with eggs, I, I'm, I'm not claiming to, to know everything, but I don't think, actually, not that I don't think, I don't know, rather, if that works, if, like, the benefits of it, I haven't looked into it, so I don't feel like I'm qualified enough to talk about it. But one oh. thing that I know for sure is that all the, the products that we use, they're harmful for our hormone. Right. That's what I was going to say. 
Yeah, like I, I don't know everything there is about washing your hair with an egg, but what I do know <laughs> is all of the other options that are available to me are yeah. not good. And yeah, this one, fair. like like you said, no ingredient list. It couldn't it's be worse. Egg. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's that it's stuff like deodorant, like you're saying. Like I, the, the amount of people I go and tell that I wash my hair with an egg, like you're saying, no one is no one is aware of what's happening. No one. Because I go and tell they think I'm the craziest person in the world for doing this. How do they look at you, bro? Like they're like, what there, there was one lady I was at the hospital with my grandmother, and for some reason my family told the cute little nurse that I washed my hair with an egg. So this whole time we're joking back and forth about washing my hair with an egg. She's like, I might have to try it. Uh, although I already, I have like curly hair already. And I said, I said, but imagine if you used an egg, just imagine <laughs> what no. it could be like, but it's, it's crazy, man. No one, everyone thinks I'm insane for doing stuff like this. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, there's, it's out of the ordinary, right? It's different. Yeah. People are used to, follow along with the narratives and the propaganda and whenever you step out of that realm you are a weirdo bro like, even in I, the I, tweeted, I tweeted this the other day if you eat steak for breakfast you are a weirdo but if you drink 50 grams of sugar in your starbucks frappuccino you're a normal guy that's crazy that's insanity <laughs> dude back, back in high school like senior year i was trying to lose weight right and I would bring a Quest bar. Shout out to Quest bars, dude. They're they're really good. But I would bring a Quest bar and a bottle of water for lunch, and everyone was looking at me like I'm fucking insane. It's like, like bro, I, like I'm like I'm poor. Like, bro, this a Quest bar is like four bucks back in 2012, bro. That's a lot of money. But like, but like I could bring a, a 12 piece bucket meal from KFC, and no one would bat an eye. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I felt like the Joker or something, bro. Yeah, and I, I don't think people like they're necessarily bad people for doing that. They're just programmed to follow the the default that was, you know, propagated throughout the last few decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's the shit. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, our parents, our parents were told it was all right. So like. I, all of my friends, we've all had like birthday parties at McDonald's, Chuck E. Cheese, all this crazy shit because KFC. my parents were like, oh, yeah, let's let's go get like, who cares? Let's go have fun. And then they find out now we're finding out that all these corporations are built built to not do any good for us. <laughs> yeah. And like not even a little. Full hat, uh, file hat mode here. Then oh, pop off, bro. Pop all, off. All, of, all of these companies are owned by the same groups. So the same people who are selling you the poison is later on selling you the pills to cure the chronic disease their products caused you. And not only that, <laughs> they also own media outlets. So they're also telling you to buy this stuff. So they're controlling like the, the whole thing. <laughs> And yeah, I know, it bro. Dude, I mean, you go down the, to a grocery store and you see a whole aisle of cereal, right? We're told, eat your Wheaties. It's healthy. Like, this aisle is nothing but corn. And then yeah. I can wash it down the next aisle with a full aisle worth of soda. Like, that's all corn, too. Yeah. It's like, you can't tell me that that's an accident, though. No. I don't. I refuse to believe that. 
Yeah. No, it but be, that would be too much coincidence. Like, it's impossible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, there's no way. What um, did you you started on this path and when when did you get to America? What what year was that? 2018. And did you? already know about all of this stuff going on or were you like like covid woke you up to a lot of it i was always aware that the world is a scan as a whole like, <laughs> everything no no I was, always i was always aware of that like i never because hey. you were you know communism socialism is something it's how the minds of the average people work in brazil Oh, that tracks. Like they're assuming from and the I jump never, that everything's corrupt. Yeah. Okay. And I, ne I, I never bought that narrative. You know, something just wasn't, something was off, always was off in my head. And then I got into authors like Hayek, Mises, and I learned about Bitcoin. So I, I just kept going down the, the rabbit hole, you know. Mm -hmm. But when COVID hit, then it was like, oh, it's it's much worse than I thought. Yeah. Yo, oh my God. So it, it kind of opened my eyes to a new level of information, you know, in regards to all of this craziness we're seeing. Yeah, no, that's that's almost exactly what happened to me. Like I I didn't grow up thinking the world was bad or anything, but once I got into the army, I'm like, all right, now this is, they, they kind of tricked my ass. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Elaborate, please. Like they, the, um, they almost used your masculinity against you for the army. They, they, they disguise it under, Oh, you're patriotic. Come join the army and all that. All the shit the army's doing on a mass, like on the on the big grand scheme of things, like in Ukraine, like in Iraq, all the big shit that we do is a scam. All of it. None of it is legit. None of it. And that's that's a the problem with the Israel. None of he, it is people like, don't know, bro. People don't know. Yeah. All right. So oh, we might end up in conspiracy. Break it down, Trent. Break let's, it let's down. Just say, let's just say first, we would never kill ourselves. Yeah, no, we don't know anything about Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no. But so you have let's, a, a really easy example is the Ukraine because you have the president who was vice president in 2014 getting involved in the Ukraine. And in 2014, when he gets involved through his son, he ends up making millions and millions of dollars. So it would be smart of him to go back there and fight for himself. But he's not fighting for himself. The army's doing it. So I, who love America, American flag on my wall, America, I, I absolutely love America. Got a tattoo, everything. I Shout love America. America. Shout out to America. And that, exactly. And that was why I wanted to join the army. So I joined the army. I even told my mom, I said, this is the greatest country. I want to fight for it. She said, what if you have to, what if someone's on the other side of your gun? What are you going to do? I'm going to kill him because America is better. Like I, I will do whatever I can for America. Yeah. Then yeah, you get yeah. over there and you start waiting. Like if you if I had to go to Ukraine right now, or I think they're stationed in Poland right now, I would be losing my mind because of the scam that it is. It's not we're not fighting for America. We're fighting for the elites that are doing the doing the COVID and giving us the pills and giving us the poison. 
it, we're not fighting for America anymore. We're fighting for the elites who are in America and have control over America. So it's, that's what woke my eyes up. And then COVID hit and I'm in the middle of Iraq during COVID, just <laughs> looking up everything that's going on, seeing, seeing BLM protests, everything's on fire. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is this while I'm, I'm safer in Iraq than I am in America right now. Oh, and, and any major city. I told it, that it to my, my mind. Yeah, no, it, it, it was crazy. It, so that's that's what woke me up and started. I was like, all right, there's there's a trend going on here. What's what's going on? And then when I finally got out of the army, I started looking even deeper into everything. Yeah, it's actually refreshing to see someone talking about this because sometimes <laughs> you feel alone, you know? Yeah. No, no in, in, in everyday life. That's why I wanted to start the podcast, too, because in everyday life, I'm going through every day. And I'm all alone. No one understands what I'm talking about. And I'm in Florida, like a pretty, pretty hillbilly state. Like, if it was yeah. anywhere, it'd be in Florida, bro. Yeah. Like uh, you'd think people would be catching on. And there's, there's some people, but they only caught on to the COVID. And now this, like, it's almost like COVID's the only scam. And that that's as far as they think. This is the first time they're scamming us is COVID. It's like, yeah. dude, this started a long, long time ago. And you like, you're just now waking up to it. Like it's, yeah, it has always been like this. Like the elites, they always want to remain power and they have to, you know, uh, manipulate the the society in order to remain power. Mm -hmm. And they use different tactics. They use different ways to do that. But it has always been like that. Yeah, I was deployed when, from January of 2020 till June of 2020. So like the whole start of the pandemic, I was in Afghanistan, right? And I was seeing people getting arrested for going to church and the gym. But like if you were rioting in the street, you could have 20,000 people and you'd be celebrated. And I'm like, there's no way to make that make sense in my head, bro. Mm -hmm. Like you, you can't have both of those at the same time. My question, though, is do you think so many people realizing that we're being lied to is like a good thing? No. No? Mm. That's a good like, question. Is it a negative then? Uh, I don't I don't actually know the answer to that question. <laughs> no, it's fair because in my head, I'm like, okay, you have a lot more people that realize that they're being lied to, right? But on the other hand, they're already been lied to and they're going to start realizing how much they've been lied to. But there's not really much, you know, that the average person can do about that. You know why? I realized sometimes that I was happier when I was dumb. Mm -hmm. and when I didn't see any of this, I, I used to smile more. I used to, you know, get excited about silly things. And now... I mean, as I become more aware of all of this, it's harder to, because, I mean, it's like you're in the matrix and you're the only one awake and everybody else around you is asleep. And I, I don't mm. know, man, it's a weird feeling. Yeah, no, it's uh, the whole ignorance is bliss. If you just don't know, it's it's easier to carry on with life if you just ignore it. Whatever, I'll die at 60 of cancer, who cares? I'll just have fun. I mean, it's 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 almost e it's it's way easier to not know. It's Didn't easier. that dude say that in the Matrix though? The guy that took the pill, 
It was the dude who played Ralph in The Sopranos. He he wanted to take the blue pill so he could forget all this real shit. Like mm-hmm. he wanted to be blissfully ignorant. Like, mm-hmm. is that a better way to go about things? No. There's there's a lot in the Bible about that. I wish I remembered what it was. I mean, we watched The Matrix like a week ago, and I was talking with my wife. I'm like, I would almost rather just be kind of blissfully ignorant of all this shit. Mm-hmm. So I'll read Jealous of the Liberals now. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a complicated question. It's a, it's almost like a paradox. You want to you want to be happier, or do you want to try and help morality and spread the knowledge of what's happening of what's happening in the world? Like it, it's a paradox. Yeah, it's yeah. tough because it's like, yeah, I think on the short term, it'd be better if we were all be better. It'd be easier for all of us if we didn't know. Right. Suppose we were in the Matrix right now. It would be easier of us to just continue like we have been rather than to know the truth. But yeah, it's much easier. Yeah. But long term, though, that's not sustainable. Yeah, exactly. It would be better at at an individual level level maybe but for society as a whole like that would just drive us into like a worse outcome yeah because well the people who aren't remaining blissfully ignorant become the ones on top that those are the ones running shit that's you know like if, if if we all voluntarily are looking away the people that can control things will do whatever they want. And that's what's been happening for the past 30 years because yeah, it's a so lot maybe, easier to just look away. Exactly. So maybe we need to sacrifice our happiness in order to contribute to humanity as a whole. Maybe that's our mission as awakened people. Mm-hmm. I would and- think so. I don't think we're awakened on accident. Uh, yeah, me, me neither. And there's uh, I, for a while, um, I thought I would never have kids because you know why? The world yeah. is a horrible place. Why would I bring innocent people into this madness? But then, I guess as I grew older, I think that good people, good-hearted people, people who see what's wrong and want to do better have a duty to have as many kids as they can because that's the only way we can reverse what's happening yeah. you know, by bringing more good people into the world yep i'm only yeah i, I thought the same thing I'm like what what am i gonna have a kid for just for him to go to school get bullied get taught that the school lunch is better than what's at home all this shit just for him to be extremely different because because I'm different. Like, I, I know my kid's going to be different. I'm extremely different. But it's also I'm one person and I can't do this fight alone. And if I could better the next generation by teaching kids what is right and what is wrong, don't go out to parties just hoeing around the whole fucking time. <laughs> like, around. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I could teach my daughter to be a good daughter and be like, be a proper <clears throat> woman. That makes it even better because now she can go have kids with a proper man and it just that's how you that's how the cycle starts. That's how you 
reverse what's happening. Yeah, exactly. In the opposite is actually absolutely true as well. Everything we're seeing today is because of the nuclear family. Like it's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. And all we're seeing today is a result of that. Mm -hmm. So the only way to reverse that is by bringing back good, like good education, uh, like a, a solid nuclear family. You know, it it's just mm -hmm. obvious. Yeah, I think it roots in sacrifice. Trevor and I are talking to a guy that's helping us plan for our retirement, invest in all that shit, right? And it's pretty clear to me that generational wealth starts with one person making that sacrifice pretty much their entire life, right? Like, we're not, Trevor and I are not rich by, look, look at our houses. These look like rich people houses, bro. Yeah. Like, our our parents or grandparents were not able to make that sacrifice to where we didn't have to work, right? But it's not going to help getting pissed off about that. It's going to take one person sacrificing almost their entire life to make the rest of their family able to do that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like it roots in sacrifice. And I think it it goes back to what we're talking where one person has to make the sacrifice to do it the hard way. Yeah. And everything in life is about sacrifices. Even if you choose to not do anything useful, you're sacrificing your future. So every, you just have to make a choice. Are you willing to sacrifice your time and your energy now in order to achieve something greater in the future? Or are you willing to sacrifice your future in order to be comfortable now? And that's the problem that I think it's affecting society because most people are choosing to sacrifice the future. Mm -hmm. Were you always such a future mindset kind of person? Um, I don't know, but Bitcoin definitely. Yeah. How, like, how do you ditch that instant gratification mindset that everyone has? It's hard. I think we, we come back to what I said earlier about um, <clears throat> incentives, you know, because today we have, we only have incentives to think about the next five minutes. And the way we create incentives for people to think about the future is by creating a reality where, and this is, this is why I think Bitcoin is important because money, and if we think about Bitcoin as money, is the way we communicate with each other through monetary, a monetary language, right? It's how we exchange things. It's how we express um, our priorities. So if we have money that does not hold value across time, because we know inflation is a reality if i have 100 bucks today next month it's only gonna be 90 so i rather spend it today that it's worth 100 than one month from now I, i'm gonna have less money to spend less month uh, next month right so we need a form of money that creates an incentive for people to save to think for the future mm -hmm. And as we were discussing earlier, also, none of this is by chance. I think what, what they're doing to 
men to masculinity, testosterone, and to money as well, like devaluing, debasing the dollar. It's on purpose as well, because it keeps us slaves to the system. Like we cannot save for the future. We are forced to do everything for the short term because you rather spend your money now than tomorrow. So society is never gonna, you know, evolve in that way. We're yeah. always gonna be dependent on the, the state. So my, my answer would be, we, ha we have to create the right incentives for people to think about the future more. Yeah, I'll, I'll say one thing that helped me a lot was to realize that you can actually shape your future. Like that's, it's not, it's not a video game. You could genuinely decide what you want to do in the future, what you want it to look like a year from now and do the actions to get there. And it'll look like that. It's, it's that simple. You can do that. And it, yeah. it took me a while because of social media. You see everybody on there. It's like, I can never do that. I can never do that. I can never do that. And you just put yourself down because everyone else is the best. You're like, that's just not, I can't do that. And all growing up, I never thought like I, we were a poor family. I never thought I'd ever be rich. Never. And then finally a year and a half ago, I finally started realizing, no, oh, this, this can happen. I just have to do these steps. And that has to be the incentive rather than playing a video game or watching a movie, whatever it is. You can, you have to realize that your future is entirely in your hands. It is. And you can change it however you'd like. It's up to you. Yeah. We as humans, we express value through action, right? So if I go to that side of the room, it means I value being there more than I value being here. Mm -hmm. So if you choose to be lazy and do nothing for yourself, that means you value laziness and comfort more than you value your, your future self. Like your, mm -hmm. the, the things you could be achieving in the future. So it's also, but, but there again, how much, of this comes from the incentives given by, you know, societal circumstances. Because mm. as you said, if you choose today to do something that's gonna push you to a better place in life, if you have the ability to save money for the future, because you know your money is gonna increase in value across time, that means now in the present, you have more free time to invest in those things you want to do to become a better version of yourself. So I think it's correlated because yeah. money is, is a big part of society. Like yeah. It's the way you survive in society. If you don't have money, you, like, you're going to depend on someone else. And it's, it's very complex. But I think all of, the, all of those things are interconnected yeah i mean uh, i'll like you hear any young person get asked when they're having kids right it's always 99 percent of the time i don't want to bring kids into this world it's yeah. like i think people are just generally kind of hopeless to the future yeah what what do you say to someone that's hopeless like that they think the world is so fucked 
that's that's a big responsibility or just I'm so, I mean it's a tough question man but like that's a, that's the big problem people feel like there is no hope for the future they don't even want to have kids that wasn't even a thought to people 100 years ago yeah which which is why I think I don't have an answer for that question and man I don't know help me out here what I what's what thing when you look someone... around when you look around everything's messed up yeah why why would someone especially i mean i'm 32 years old so i grew up and i saw everything changing but for someone that was born 10 15 years ago like they they're seeing only what we're seeing right now yeah how how do you explain to that person <laughs> like it, it's complicated man yeah I I would say like we were just talking about it. It's it's up to you to create your future. So not only is it up to you to create your future, you can mold society's future. It takes one man to change the world. There's there's a great song. Uh, who is it? I can't remember who it is. One man can change the world. Um, all all it takes is. Uh oh! Did he cut out? Happened. There oh, there we go. All right. There we okay. go. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> all right. Uh, but it just takes one man. That's all it takes. Uh, Apple, a trillion dollar company, started with two men. Two men. And they had an idea and they had a market. And that and they shot for it and it changed the world. It takes, it really only takes one. So if you're hopeless and there's something you dislike about what's happening, go change it because you can't. Yeah. If, if you think, if you think the society is so bad, like you, if you if you think the monet the dollar is a bad idea and you like Bitcoin, go learn about Bitcoin and be able to explain it to someone like me who doesn't know that much about Bitcoin. Be able to explain it to me that Bitcoin's a better option. Now I'm I'm on the Bitcoin train now. Yes, I might Bitcoin. invest when I hop out of hop off this this call. You can change the world. That's the thing. If you're hopeless, yeah, it sucks. It's gonna take more. It's going it, to, you're going to be filled with more sorrow. I mean, what, what's this, this phrase in uh, the Bible for in much wisdom is much grief and he who increases knowledge increases sorrow. Thus, it is true that in many instances, it is more comfortable to do, to not know something. Mm. It's got, you, you can live a life of comfort or you can live a life you want. That's, that's how I see it. You, you go out there. If you're hopeless, you can change the world. Me and Kevin, we saw that the veteran situation within suicide was hopeless. There's there's no solutions being brought to the table. Actually, so we're going to change it. Yeah, no, it's it's actually hopeless. Everybody in the army, it's hopeless. But there's something me and Kevin can do if we work every day. And in that, you find your purpose and your motivation to get up and get out of bed. Look, I can make this better. I can make slowly make society better. My name could potentially be in the history books. There's things that you can do. To change what's going on There's, yeah. you just have to decide what it is pop off completely bro. agree it's just that when you you get asked that kind of question you try to come up with something like a silver bullet and the reality <laughs> is there's no yeah. silver bullet so the answer you just you just gave it's actually the only one possible like you you gotta do something be the the change you want to see in the world right yeah yeah i'll say too 
if you're hopeless, dude, like being being hopeless is not going to solve your problem. That I'll say. Now, ain't nothing going to happen if you're all just sad and shit. Like yeah. Rome, Rome was not built in a day. Everything big started small at one point. Like Steve Jobs, bro. We all seen those pictures of like Amazon and Apple when they're brand new. It's like in some dude's garage with a bunch of books. Like yep. those guys realized that there was a problem and they fucking solved it. Yep. Nothing is gonna change unless you change it. That's what I'll say. It's easier said than done. I know a lot of it is, but. I would say just realize you have the power to change your situation. Don't yeah. wait for someone else to do it for you. And understand that some days you're going to feel down. You're not going to have the energy to do anything. And one strategy that I used and was very helpful was that I, I knew everything I had to do in a given day. But if I woke up and I wasn't feeling like doing or thinking about the things I had to do. I just had that list that I, I, I created a list of things I had to do regardless of how I was feeling. And I didn't have to put much mental effort into that. So like, yeah. I, I woke up today and I don't feel like doing the hard work, like learning, studying, I'm feeling awful. Okay, but I'm still gonna go to the gym. I'm, I, I'm, I'm still going to take a walk. I'm going to do things that I'm still able to do, even though I don't feel like doing. Like, so just, just take it easy. One step at a time. If life's too hard, you don't feel like you can do it. Just do some, just achieve a little something that day. Yeah. That's going to propel you towards the next thing. Would you say boosting your testosterone makes that easier? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Testosterone okay. is the spirit of manhood, man. If you increase your testosterone, I have uh, one of my most shared tweets is one that I say, men struggling in life today are completely unaware of how better their lives we get if their testosterone levels were higher. Because it is true. Like the higher your testosterone, the more like you feel like you have superpowers to do the things you're supposed to do. Yeah. I have yeah. noticed that. Yeah. Because <clears throat> like when people hear testosterone, they think you're getting a bunch of muscle, but they usually leave out the mental side of it. Yeah, it's a big factor. It's not only about gaining muscle mass, although you are going to gain muscle mass as your testosterone rise, but that's not the only benefit to it. Mm. Incredible. Shout out to testosterone, but people don't know, like you feel so much better on that stuff, dude. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you supplementing like any, um, like you're only taking the pills right for testosterone? Yes. Yes. Can, can you it give was, us a front double buy real quick then? Show the people. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, what's up, Man, dude? I'm actually not not that big. I'm I just have like low body a low body fat. So mm -hmm. that helps like makes my my muscles look bigger, but Get the fuck out of here. Oh my <laughs> god. Not that big, bro. How yeah. tall are you, though? 
I'm five eight. That helps too. I'm not yeah. not tall, so I'm a compact okay. guy. Yeah. So it's not hard to put on some some muscles. Will you hit a most muscular for us, real quick? Yes. Just something <laughs> for the people, man. Give them something to chew on. Come on. Come on. Oh my God. Not that big. Not that big. No, that's that's how it is, though, man. You'll never be big enough. I come in here and I tell Kevin all the time, I'm not, I'm not big enough. I'm not in the, I don't have the physique. I don't have it. And he's like, dude, you're you're fine. Like, <laughs> you're better than where you were. In my yeah. opinion, that's all that get, matters, dude. Like, yeah. you're, you're not going to turn into fucking Ronnie Coleman overnight. Yeah. You just have to be farther along than you were a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And also keeps you in check to keep working if you are not satisf satisfied with what you're yeah. seeing. Yeah. So I guess that, that's good. Yeah, I fuck with that, bro. You're no, being disciplined. Your, oh, go ahead, Charles. I'm sorry. So what's your um, what's like your go-to meal? It's like people ask me what do, what do I eat. I'm getting into the gym. What do I eat? And I just say chicken and rice or uh, ground turkey and noodles. Like, <laughs> yeah. For me, it's meat. Like I eat ground beef every day because you get good good quality protein. You get vitamins, creatine zinc which is an essential mineral for testosterone production meat is one of the most pound for pound um, nutrient dense foods on the planet so to me it's, it works for me i know some people that don't get along well with meat every day but it just works for me but uh if you're trying to gain muscle, just try to increase your protein intake. Because mm -hmm. you need to be eating a lot of protein in order to grow your muscles. And that also helps with um, testosterone. So a high protein diet is highly recommended. What's your advice to someone who goes to the store then and sees how expensive meat is? There are cheaper options. Like... Yeah, there. <laughs> what's what's cheap nowadays, right? Yo, oh my god. But, yeah, just just look for something that has a high amount of protein, not a lot of garbage in it, like a lot of chemicals. Try to stick with whole foods, but I know sometimes that's not possible. But you just wanna be as close as you can to that line. Like whole foods, mm -hmm. eggs, yeah, eggs are a great option. I think like the, a lot of the money that we we spend on, like especially protein, comes from convenience, right? So yeah. the only way that you're going to get a cheaper product is if you buy in bulk and do the work yourself. Yeah, the the secret to consistency is organization. Like if you mm. have your meals organized, you're going to be consistent on your diet, but if you wait until the, the moment you're hungry to get something fixed, you're just going to go for the easiest and most convenient yeah. thing. And Yo. usually that's not healthy. So just be organized. I, I, I cook once a week. I, I have all my meals ready. Whenever I'm, I'm hungry, I just warm it up. And I'm good to go. 
that's it's not a lot of work it's it's very simple yeah that's something that i'm trying to work on i'm so bad with going to the grocery store too many times like Dude, it's horrible it, it's just how i was raised bro like we went to the grocery store every day but like if i could just do it once on sunday and have all my meals done for the week like it'd be cheaper and it'd be healthier it's like a, a fucking no-brainer and you get more time like you yeah. think cooking takes up more time what takes up more time is waiting for your DoorDash to get to your house deciding on what to eat because you haven't cooked anything like when i have to like you're saying when i have to eat i go downstairs i get one of my bowls i heat it up and i'm eating you You just go for it yeah and i i just cooked before this i cooked my my meal before this and it took me 30 minutes 40 minutes yeah what's 40 minutes dude put on a podcast put on music whatever you want and 40 minutes get to cooking and you'll be done get clean clean your it, it makes it a lot easier if you clean your dishes like as you're going or right after. So you're not like, oh, now I have all these dishes. I just clump it into one and you're done. That's it. Yeah. It's it's something that becomes part of the routine. You don't yeah. even feel like you're doing like some work anymore. How it's a lifestyle, bro. I've been doing yes, this for sir. 15 years. So for me, it's kind of easy to say but i know it can it can be like yeah in the eyes in the beginning but later on it's just gonna be something like taking a shower you know yeah you just and you you just feel better when like you're saying the mental effects of having more testosterone you feel better when you eat better food that's just yes you talk to anybody that goes to the gym that's what they'll tell you i feel better when i eat better food so maybe now it sucks because you have a body full of garbage food but once you (laughs) You, you realize that it's a lot more worth it to just cook the food yourself because you just feel and better. Also, ask yourself how many guys that are fit, that eat well, that get some exposure, that spend time in nature, how many of these guys are depressed? Yeah. Probably none. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's crystal clear, man. You have to create a reality where being depressed is not an option. And yeah. you're only going to be able to achieve that reality by being healthy, both physically and mentally. And to be healthy mentally, to me, is a must. Like, you have to spend time outdoors in nature, grounding yourself. Sun exposure plays a big role in that as well. Hitting the gym and then nurturing your body with the nutrients it needs in order to thrive, you know? Mm-hmm. And once you, yeah, that's another thing. Once you get into the gym, it's 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 a lot. It's it's more fun than you think it is. When you when you start understanding the exercises and you know what builds what muscle, you're you can, just yeah. like everything else, you could create the body that you want. Yeah, Literally, and that's people, body, body sculpting. People think that just because I'm in shape and I've been hitting the gym since I was 16 years old, it's easy for me. No, there are days I don't want to go. Like most of the days, actually, I don't want to go. But man, all you have to do is show up. Just show up. Once you're there, you get going. And when you realize you're just lifting heavy and doing what you're supposed to do, just show up. Even if you don't feel like it, just Mm -hmm. go. Once you're there, see what happens. Well, shit. You mind if I send our final question then, Trev? Send it, Kev. What, what's something you 
you wish you could do differently growing up? Something you wish you could change. I wish I wouldn't have wasted so much time trying to learn. I wish I would have just started doing, you know, get you get to do stuff instead of just sit back and learn from others. Yeah. I have this feeling that I could be way ahead from where I'm at today if I had started earlier. So that's something that I would I would change if I could go back in time. Like you start right away. Don't yeah. don't be wasting time waiting for that feeling of well, now I feel like I'm ready. You're never going to be ready. Just, just yeah. <laughs> like you don't need a perfect plan. Just something better than what you were doing. Yeah. Wow. Well, all right, man. Thanks, G, man. This was this was fun. This was good. Every episode, it, it turns out, uh, like every single episode, it's just so much fun to do. So you made it a good one, man. I appreciate you coming on. We'll have your uh, link and everything down in our description. And, and I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, a discount coupon to the the viewers. So if you go to bodiesus.com, you can use Mind Over Matter 15 for 15 percent discount. Oh, Ooh, dude! Nice. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Yeah. Hey, link link down below. Link down below. Yeah. Let's do that. And That's thanks for awesome. having me, guys. It was really fun. I, I, I'll I apologize for my English. It's not my first language, but I hope I was able to express myself clearly. You speak yeah, better no, than a lot of Americans that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's – you did well, man. I appreciate it. This was a great episode. Um, I'm excited to to edit it and throw, throw it online, man. It's, I'm excited, man. Again, again, appreciate you coming out. I'll be looking at your uh, – I don't even remember where I found you on Twitter. We just I, – I forgot what it was. I replied to something, and that was it. Yeah, I think I was talking about testosterone and this whole crisis in someone else's tweet. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was someone else's uh, – I don't even remember. But, but, yeah, everybody, check out the link below. Check out what's going on. We got uh, – merchant merchandise coming out soon it's it's on the website you could go shop our old stuff but soon enough we'll get some new stuff on there and uh yeah we'll uh, catch you next time